Alright guys, welcome to episode 35 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And today we're going to be talking about what we've been watching. We're going to talk about this NCAA championship coming up. Um, and then I think since it's the first episode we're actually recording um, in the new year, this is being recorded January 1st, um, we're going to talk about what we're anticipating the most um, going into 2021 for uh, the rest of that year. Mm-hmm. But first... So let's start with what we've been watching, playing, anything. So, yeah. so if you want to jump, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this week I, I watched um, Wonder Woman 1984. I think um, last week I, I'm, I think I talked about Soul, right? Yeah, I think, I we, think yeah. So. so they both came out on Christmas Day, um, but I got to Soul first, and then this week I watched Wonder Woman uh, in um, on HBO Max, right? And uh, it, it was. Um, it was okay. Uh, <laughs> it was okay. Um, so uh, I, I had messaged you, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Have you watched Wonder Woman 1984 yet?" And you're like, "Not yet, but I've seen mixed reviews." Yes. And like, the reason I asked is because I don't follow a whole lot of people on Twitter, but most of the people I follow on Twitter were not giving this movie glowing reviews. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because, like, so it was a weird thing because. When it uh, when the embargo for reviews was lifted and Rotten Tomatoes had like the first batch, they were all like ninety percent. It was all like, oh, this is just what we need. It's you know, it's it's a you know, we miss blockbusters. It's so glad to have this stuff back. But then right. as more and more people came through, they were like, actually, it's not very good or like it's not great. <laughs> um, I would say that I'm more. Um, I liked it more than most people. I think. Right. Um, I, I found like some scenes to be like, well, that's interesting. That's, you know, that, that I, I like that they at least went for it in that way. Right. Um, even if it's not great. Uh, okay. but, uh, but yeah, so the movie, um, for those who don't know, you know, it's Wonder Woman. It's a sequel to the 2017 Wonder Woman, uh, starting Gal Gadot and directed by Patty Jenkins again. Um, it's about uh, two hours and a half, um, which is fucking nuts. It's, I think it, it, <laughs> it ended up being longer than Infinity War. Which is Jesus fucking nuts. Christ. Yeah. What are you doing? And you can kind of tell. You're like, why is it so stuffed? Because, yeah. like, about 45 minutes, or the first 45 minutes, I was like, okay, like, you know, this movie's taking its time. There's not much going on. Like, there was, like, <laughs> there's, like you know, it was sort of just, like, it, it was weird. It was, like, grinding its wheels. It was just, like, like, I was like, okay, like, let's get this plot rolling. Let's get this going. Um, and then when it does, it's not that interesting, but, uh, but the <laughs> it's villain, like, it's like, it doesn't, it, it's not a roller coaster, right? It doesn't get to the top and then finally it starts moving and it's rocketing. It's like, yeah, if it, it's, it, it's, it's like, like you, um, kick, you kick the, like, um, a kickstand out from like a door or like a door stopper out from a door and it just kind of slowly shuts. It's like, yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> exactly. And so, um, so yeah, so like, I mean, I would recommend it if you like the first one. Um, 
if you like, like, if you really love the first one, if you were like, I'm sort of on the fence, I probably, I kind of want to watch it, I'd probably skip it, just because it is very long, and, you know, there are better things out right now, like Soul. Right. Um, but yeah, I was trying to think of, oh, and one good thing that I really liked was uh, Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. he's the guy who plays the Mandalorian on the show, uh, the Mandalorian, and he plays the villain. He's the guy movie. that gets alley-ooped into the, the meat shredder. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 too, yeah. Right? Yeah, uh-huh. So we've talked about him before, and he he is fucking hamming it up in this. He is like chewing scenery. <laughs> He's like fucking snapping fingers and doing things. And he, he plays like a um. Let me let me know if you if you kind of guess what they're going for with this. But he plays a blonde haired guy in the eighties. Who says he's a great businessman, but then when you go to his office, he's like in debt and he doesn't actually really have anything. Uh, <laughs> I wonder who that could be. Yeah, hey, I wonder who that could be. Did, he, <laughs> did, did it seem like maybe he, you know, might get into politics a few years later? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Like he kind of goes, he's like, you know, you have everything you need, but you always want more. There's always more you <laughs> could have. It's all yours for the taking. So, you know, yeah. read that how you would like. Um. So, but he's the best part easily. So weird, like, it's a weird choice for a Wonder Woman villain. I feel like, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he's, I think he's, um, like one of her prominent ones. I don't, I, I don't know Max uh, okay. Lord, but I think he. You sort of. They sort of pick. They they chose which parts of him to amplify. If you know what I mean, right? Um. So, yeah. Yeah. Is he like? I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to figure out how how he could be a villain for Wonder Woman. The only thing I can come up with is that he's like just Lex Luthor, just the Wonder Woman one. Oh like, right, like, right. Like, like yeah. at what point is she gonna be like, oh no, the guy with a lot of money, and it's just like fucking <laughs> lassos the shit out of, whips him into the fucking dirt. <laughs> yeah, I see, and and I do like what they do, like what his plan is for this. Some aspects of it, like what his villainy plan is, right? Because it's something that's a little bit more mystical, more magical than like I'm going to take over the world using like nuclear bombs or whatever. So um, I do like that, but it just it, it always just like it doesn't resolve it well. It doesn't do it. It kind of falls flat, okay. um, which sucks because I, I really really like the first one. I mean, I think I I named it like what like one of my five favorite comic book movies. I think when we were doing the list, I think so. Because she nails it, she's great, and, you know, the whole thing is great, other than, like, the finale, which is, like, CGI fest, but it's like, eh, what are you gonna do? But then this one, I don't know, it's just, it's like one of those things. Does she like, nail it in this one as well, or do you think it just she, kinda... She is, and, um, I, oh, do you mean, wait, do you, did you, did you mean, I mean, like, Gal Gadot, like, do you think it, she's, like, doing well in this movie, or do you think some of the movie falls flat because of her performance as well? No, I think she does a fine job. I mean, she okay. does a fine job with what she's given, which isn't a really great, like, plot like she's like they they're like oh she needs you know she she feels incomplete because she doesn't have chris pine and stuff and so she kind of has to you know make it make that do with what she's given um i don't think she's a great actress like she's not like she's like the rock right like you sort of get so that was the thing is i remember when people were saying she was like otherworldly in like uh wonder woman right the first one so it it kind of just seemed like I don't know if a novelty is the right word, but yeah. but when like I saw trailers and saw you know clips of the movie and and I haven't watched the full movie up front, but like she never really seemed like you said what uh, Pedro Pascal right yeah like he was like hamming it up like 
filling the screen. You know what I mean? Like, and, and like, I never really seemed to get that, like, in what I saw from the mm-hmm. Gal Gadot parts and, like, the original Wonder Woman. And and maybe it's just because I haven't seen the full movie, so maybe some of it I don't quite catch the same way. Yeah. Um, but then I've also seen people saying that that's kind of the case in 1984, which is that, like, she's not given a whole lot to work with, but she mm-hmm. doesn't seem to, like, make up for it in any way. Like, you know, like yeah. some... It's like the sports argument, right? Like, can you make your team better, or are you just really good? You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, I don't know. It sounds like, again, you could tell me I'm wrong, and I'll take your word for it. But, like, it, it kind of seems like maybe she's not the kind of person to, like, amplify the movie. It's yeah, like she could be really good in her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's in the, you know, she works best in the West Coast offense. But if you try <laughs> to do, like, you know. Something start to do like an air raid offense, and maybe it yeah, don't work so much. Exactly, exactly. Her, you know, she, her her arm isn't where it needs to be. She's Chad Pennington, right? Um, oh no, <laughs> maybe <laughs> more. Tell me she can only throw like, like, like ten yards down the field. <laughs> but she, but she, um, no, I mean, she was great in the first one. That's the thing is that what she was given in the first one. There's like sequences that are like at this point iconic, like where she goes on no man's land and stuff. But. um but also, I saw that like Chris Pine there. was in this one, and I was like, I, I, again, not having seen the first one, but I like, kind of got the opinion that like everything with Chris Pine was going to be done, right? Yeah, like, well, I, I he dies. Well, he dies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he I feel up, more he, vindicated. <laughs> he, he sacrifices himself um, to like foil the villain's plan. Um, okay. But then they like they come up with this weird way to bring him back, and almost to the point of being like, like. He didn't need to bring him back. Like he, she was fine without it, right? Right. So, so yeah, that's that's a very odd yeah. choice. I feel like, especially yeah. considering that, like, what Wonder Woman's supposed to be is like, you know, like, or like what what I feel like a lot of people took from the first one was just like, like, it kind of like female <laughs> empowerment a little bit. You know what I mean? Like we we can have our. It's like the same thing with Captain Marvel. Like we can have our own hero. They can be like the headliner. But then, like, randomly, you're like, well, we kind of need to bring Chris Pine back. It's like, why? <laughs> like, are you saying she can't hold it, like, without Chris Pine? Like, what are you doing here? Right, right. Like, Captain Marvel didn't have, like, a love interest. Like, she had friends and Nick Fury, but she didn't have, like, a romantic love. And in the next one, if they do give her one, it's like, okay, but then, in the, in the, like, that, that's fine. But then in the third one, if she doesn't need it anymore, it's not going to be like, well, we have to bring back, you know, so-and-so right. <laughs> to make it work. Oh, my God. Um, well, another thing I did like is the, um, in HBO Max, they actually, so, um, the movie had a couple of scenes filmed in IMAX. And okay. if you go see a movie in IMAX, like that has not that where the whole thing isn't filmed in IMAX, just certain scenes, the movie sort of opens up like the, the aspect ratio gets bigger. Right. right? Um, and what happens is when they show it on TV, on HBO, on TNT or whatever, that never happens. Like the, the, the aspect ratio stays the same throughout the whole thing. So what I did appreciate is that HBO Max actually did open it up. And so when you're watching the beginning, there's like an opening scene that's all with IMAX cameras. The screen is like filled up all the way, or like there's like a tiny little black bar at the bottom and top. Um, but then, uh, you know, when the rest of the movie actually starts, it goes back down to normal. So I did appreciate that. I like that because it's like. You know, most people have widescreen TVs, and you know, given right. you know, you know, you filmed the it in IMAX, they as well make it are work prepared it. for and what they want. Yeah, yeah, but I'd say, um, yeah. So overall, it's just kind of it is disappointing. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but it is okay. I mean, Jesus. I mean, dude. Like, you know, I watched Daredevil with Ben Affleck, right? I watched Elektra yeah. with Jennifer Garner. Like, there mm. are way worse comic book movies 
than yeah. this, right? Bro, I, I remember I, I watched Daredevil when it came out as yeah. a kid, right? And I remember people telling me how awful it was, and I was like, I kind of liked it. But then as an adult, I went back and watched that, and I was like, what the fuck am I looking at, bro? <laughs> they wake me up and say, wake me up, wake me up inside. And she, they're like training, and he's crying or something. God, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know I don't know how I like got through that and was like, this was good. Like, yeah, like the first time I watched it. I, I, I loved, uh, oh, well, so not to, well, yeah, let's go. I was going to say, like, not to go on a tangent about Daredevil 2003, I, <laughs> Uh, but I liked um, Colin Farrell as the Bullseye guy. I thought that <laughs> yeah, it was like the worst version of Bullseye. But like, it, like it <laughs> he kills like a, like a lady with a career. peanut in yeah. a plane. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. he, like, doesn't he like flick it down her throat? Like yeah, like, he like with flicks it off of the um, the tray table yeah. and like chokes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then uh, Michael Clark Duncan as uh, Kingpin. I thought he was great. Yeah. Yeah. That that was a good choice. Yeah, R.I.P. But uh, but anyway, yeah. So they, like, I watched that. I was there, right? It's like the uh-huh. the fucking the um, what's the guy's name from Pineapple Express? Uh, I seen it. I, I was there. It. Yeah. I seen it. <laughs> like I was there for fucking Ghost Rider, dude. Oh, Ghost Rider bro, sucks. I, I how did I got a second movie, bro? <laughs> With his weird shitty CGI abs. Oh my god! Um, but anyway, so so that's what I'm saying is that you know I think we we've sort of been spoiled with stuff like, you know, like Infinity War and MCU stuff, and even you know Wonder Woman one and even Aquaman as dumb and big as it as it is, it's exciting and you know it, it's it's fun. Um, so when we get shit that is where the genre used to be, we kind of go, oh my god, it's the worst thing ever. But it's not right. I've been right. there. I was there at the start. Like I, I've seen yeah. way worse. So Except for you... Batman Superman, uh, apparently that one was actually the worst. Oh, that one was ass. <laughs> Although oh. even that one, fucking Jesse Eisenberg does this weird, wacky like uh, Joker Riddle performance. He's he's like, okay. oh, oh, I'm uh, Alex Luthor, and uh, <laughs> yeah, Batman <laughs> is a god. You know, like that kind of shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, dude. <laughs> Um, but it's it's funny you mentioned Aquaman just because that was one of the uh, someone else pointed that out a, as a contrast for what I said about like Gagarin not really like making anything like extra out of it uh-huh. and it's weird because also I, I, the only thing I've seen him in is fucking uh, Game of Thrones but like I didn't think Jason Momoa was, was any sort of fucking actor really you know what I mean yeah and um, I think but, I but think they yeah. were saying that like. He kind of amplifies Aquaman. Like, Aquaman doesn't really have much going for it, but, like, he makes it work a little better than it should. Which surprised me that anyone would say that about Jason yeah. Momoa, because I never got the appearance <laughs> that, like, he was any sort of actor. See, I think, I think, let's take, like, Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa and compare them to, I mean, I know it's not really fair, but it sort of shows it, uh... Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, right? You go, like, there's, like, a difference between a guy like a Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and a guy who's, like, a Derek Carr or, like, a Kyler, I don't know, a Kyler Murray, right? Like, a guy who's, like, really good in the system and he's good now, but it's, like, you know, is this, like, you know, like, the the Hall of Fame marks of what is required for something like this? Okay. So so we're saying they're the the Derek Cars and the, the Yeah, they're the Derek yeah. Carr like, you know, like serviceable, you know, might give you like 3800 yards, 30 touchdowns, 10 picks, like, you know, Derek Carr, Stafford, Matt Ryan. They may Yeah, not be exactly. Aaron yeah, Rogers. yeah, yeah. 
Peyton Manning. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I, I think Matt's effort, not Matt's effort. Matt Ryan is probably a better comparison. Where like you get him in a system like Wonder Woman 2017, mm-hmm. like you know the system he was in with Kyle Shanahan when they went to the Super Bowl, and it looks amazing. You're like, wow, this is guys like MVP, which he did win. Wow, MVP, Gal Gadot 2017. And it's but not then, that they were being carried; they were actually playing MVP level. It's just yeah, like it was. It, the it's perfect just the system. Yeah, it's just the way, you know, it's just the way it works. And so I think with this, she just happened to get, like, a shitty offensive coordinator and her numbers just dropped. So, Which is weird know. considering it's the same offensive coordinator, basically, with Patty Jenkins being the director for both of me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in the screenwriter, it's, yeah. And, and then, I don't, I don't know, I, I, maybe, <laughs> yeah. It's just, hopefully with the third one, they'll yeah. figure it out, which has I think has already been announced that they're, you know, they're both coming back. Um, but, yeah, I would say... Watch it if you want, but if you are sort of on the fence or like, eh, then probably don't go out of your way to watch it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So what what have uh, what have you been getting into? Okay, so I have watched. Um, so last time we recorded, I said that I feel like I had only watched the first two seasons of Big Mouth, uh-huh. and when I pulled it up to start the fourth season or to start watching it again, it showed that I had watched the third season already, and I was like. I don't fucking remember watching the third season. But I was like, I guess I did. And I started with uh, the first episode of season four. And they do a quick recap. And I was like, oh, I actually do remember all of these things happening. So I guess I did watch season three. So <laughs> so that being said, I have I had watched the first three seasons. Um, so far, I've only watched the first episode mm-hmm. um, of season four. And um, it's just the first episode. So it's not like any sort of indictment. But like... Definitely, like, by the, like, end of the first episode, I was like, Jesus, this feels like it's been on for forever. (laughs) Like, like, this one was not, the first season didn't, like, pull me in. The laughs per minute were not, like, super high, but I'm sure it's just because it's trying to set up a few things. Yeah. Um, It's funny because, uh, what's the the main character's name? Uh, Nick. Nick. Yeah. Nick's camp friend shows up, right? Uh-huh. And he says, like, two sentences, and Ken's like, is that Seth Rogen? And I was like, ever said something about Seth Rogen? And so what is happening, as I look up, is that he has one of his nuts in his nuts <laughs> um, yeah. It's a goose him. egg. Uh, yeah, yeah, but then he does the laugh, and I was like, yeah, that is Seth Rogen. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the stupid... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how to do his laugh, bro. Because I know that that was not even close to what his laugh is. But everyone knows what the fuck I'm talking about. But I was like, mm. I was like, ever did say? And then I look up, holding the nuts, Seth Rogen laugh. I was like, okay, yeah, that's Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I think I mentioned, I was like, you know, there's some voice acting, some guest actors um, who you're like, that's John Oliver. That's Seth Rogen. Like, oh, yeah, John Oliver should have killed me. He was like, <laughs> he was like, I'm just going to go ahead and just open up the floor on this for all the questions. I'm sure it'll go fine. <laughs> it's like, I swear, it's her field all the questions. Oh, God. But, um, oh, I was going to say, I really liked that little uh, recap of season three, the musical yeah. thing. I think that's clever. I think that's really good, especially with something like this where... You know, you're not the first person to go, like, I think I watched season three. Like, I don't really remember what happened, right? Like, I think right. literally everybody who I've talked to about the show loves it and enjoys it. But I think they all have the same thing where, like, compared to something like, uh, you know, I can't think. Like, Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad. They're like, oh, that was the season where this happened and that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, I really enjoy that little musical bit to sort of get you back in the in the mix of things. 
Yeah. <laughs> he's, he, Nick's like, at the very beginning, Nick's like, I can't stop thinking about what Andrew said. And she's like, I think it's my Rudolph, right? Is the one who voices the female hormone yeah. monster. Uh-huh. She's like, all oh, about how you're a terrible fucking person and like a giant <laughs> piece of shit. And he's like, yeah, all of that. And I, I don't know why it killed me so much. Uh-huh. Oh, God. And it's funny because like a week ago, one of my friends was like, or one of my uh, one of the people I work with was like, "Have you watched Big Mouth?" And I was like, "I haven't watched the new season yet." He was like, "Okay." And then like later that week, I, I said I, I used the phrase "a bag of dicks," and he like he was like, "It just reminded me of Big Mouth." And I was like, "Oh yeah," because he has like the actual bag of dicks, and they like crawl away like caterpillars. Yeah, little furry ones. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then of course season one, like he's like. Uh, Andrew, as his dad's driving, he's like, I'll suck your dick. He's like, whoa, you need the paperwork for that. You have a form you have to fill out. And then later, there's just a dick wearing, like, a fucking, like, uh, glasses, a bow tie, and, like, a little suit. The he's lawyer like, dick, yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm here to help fill out your paperwork or whatever. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, I started season four of Big Mouth. Um, I'll get to watching that at some point. Um, and then also, uh, for Christmas... Um, I got a Kindle, uh, mm-hmm. from my father and he bought three books, um, put them on there for me. And it was, um, one of them was a Stephen King book. Uh, the other one's three ring circus, uh, about Shaq and Kobe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is a book called Pygmy by, and I had to Google how to say this motherfucker's last name, Chuck Polinick. Um, cause it looks wildly like that is not how I would have ever pronounced it without looking it up. That shit looks like Polaniuk. Um, and I would have never came up with that. But, um, I read that in about a week and a half. That was like, it, it's just, so like, all right. So the whole book, the premise of the book, this is not any sort of spoiler. If you decide to read this, I've also heard this is one of his people seem to dislike this book the most out of all of his books. I still thought it was good. I don't know that like it has much, I I, I think it might be a little more junk food than, than sustenance. You know how we talked about like, you know, sometimes the movie's just fast and furious. It's junk food. Like it's still fun and it's good just like McDonald's, but like, it's not, you know, a grade a meal from a restaurant or the Godfather. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, this, I feel like it's maybe a little closer to junk food than some of his other stuff, but he does the thing. So, so the book is about a foreign exchange student who, by his account, is is a secret operative um, from, you know, like, trying to dismantle the U.S., right? Um, and so it's written in, like, a, a journal format from the perspective of this guy. Um, and he's, like, a middle schooler. And it's, yeah. like, in super broken English. All of it. Like, it's it's... And it's, like... The first chapter is hard to read because you're, like, adapting to it. Once right. you get through the first chapter, you're good. But, like, it's funny because I was telling my wife about it, and she was like, I, I was like, you know, it's written like a journal, and, and, you know, it's in, like, kind of broken English. She was like, oh, okay. And she was cool with it. And then I'll, and then she was like, so what English, like, what language does the author actually, like, what is his first language? And I was like, the author is perfect English. Like he speaks perfect. She was like, what yeah. the fuck? And she was like, now nah, that's stupid. And I was like, I was like, well, obviously he's doing it for a reason to try and uh-huh. lean into the fact that like, this isn't this kid's first language. She's like, nah, it's fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> and I, and I, as I looked up this book, a lot of people were like, it's fucking stupid. So obviously that splits a lot of people. Cause literally the whole book 
is written in kind of broken English. Um, but either way, I I thought it was pretty good. Um, I I finished it in about, well, I mean, I got it like the day after Christmas. It's January 1st. I finished it in like a week. Um, it's not super long. Um, it's entertaining enough. Uh, it's not as, from what I've read, it's not quite as, uh, gross for lack of a better word as like some of his other books. Um, I mean, he, yeah, because he also wrote Fight Club. Right. Exactly. And, you know, he talks about Bob's big bitch tits um, in in Fight Club and (laughs) all the awful shit that happens in that. And I I do think, I mean, if I'm going to talk about the book, I don't know if anybody's interested in reading it, but, like, I do feel like it has a little bit of the satire that Fight Club has, um, Mm -hmm. which is that, like, a lot of people, when they watch Fight, and and it's, I don't know if this means it's super well done or if it means it's terribly done. Um, I would guess I would lean towards super well done because Fight Club seems to be a well-respected book. Um, but like a lot of people watch Fight Club and for the first time, like, like Tyler, and maybe it's just because it's Brad Pitt. I don't know. I haven't read the book, but like, because Tyler Durden seems so charismatic, I think a lot of people are like, yeah, Tyler Durden, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's right. Project Mayhem. And, and like some of the stuff is kind of easy to get behind. Like you shouldn't care about materialistic stuff. You know, there's more to life than that. And, And like, that's not really what he's saying, but, like, he kind of brings it up, and you're like, yeah, yeah, you know, who cares about this couch being $3,000? You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, right. fuck this. But then he but goes... Then, but, then, but then, like, you know, the more you think about it, the more you watch it, you're like, no, they're all fucking psychopaths. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's fucking... Uh, yeah, let's just do some uh, just some small acts of terrorism. Who's going <laughs> to notice? Who's going to notice? Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. It's just like... It's like, what? Like, yeah, no, nah, who cares? Just... Throw some bombs in there, blow yeah. some shit up. It's, it's fine. It's just trying to, you know, get you to view the world differently. It's like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> and I, I think there's a little bit of that in this book. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you if you want to read this, jump forward 30 seconds, but this will be super quick. But, like, basically he does some extreme, this middle school secret operative, he is a secret operative. He does some truly heinous shit for, like, the first 80% of the book. And then, like, starts dating a conscience, and then at the very last second, like, uh, like, foils the act of terrorism that everything was building up to, right? Uh And then at the end, he's just like, you know, everything's good. Um, Like, like, like we, I stopped it from happening, and everything's going to be okay. And Uh I think that, like, the, the satire is that you're supposed to be like, oh, that's... That's okay. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, but no, it's not. There was so much awful shit before that. Like, like I think some people are going to just see the storybook ending inside with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you go back and you look and you're like, no, that's not how this works at all. (laughs) (laughs) So, but anyways, it wasn't, like I said, I think it's closer to junk food than anything else, but like, there's still a little bit to it. Um, Mm. but it was a, it was fun to read. It was, it has enough ridiculousness, like shock value. That's still just fun, um, to read. So, have that's... you ever read read his um his short story uh by the same author called Guts? Have you heard of that one? I have have not. you read it? So, this I think I when I remember uh years ago somebody mentioned it on Twitter. It's when I was still in school and they said that this was like his most infamous story. Okay. And so now, I I heard that there's one that he does all at like all of his readings. Like when he does public readings, he does like uh, one thing and maybe it's this maybe yeah it might be and it's like 
do you like I so okay so I'm in class and I'm paying attention of course you know like you're supposed to <laughs> yeah. you know, I start reading it and I'm like okay this isn't too bad and, and the story it, it's a short story like it is I think like if you pull it up it's like a maybe like a 20 minute read I think maybe okay. less and he um it starts off it's I mean the whole thing is about like the stories that we as like that families don't tell that that sort of you go holy shit that's embarrassing let's push it under the rug type mm-hmm. of stuff um and so i'm reading it i'm like okay this is really this is gross but it's like oh it's it's amusing but then dude it gets to like the main crux of the story the main part of the story and i had to like stop reading because <laughs> i was getting nauseous all right right i was like oh my god dude, I, I was getting queasy and that never happened before from reading something right yeah and so and I, I think literally that's kind of how stop. he writes I, th- yeah. I think that's like that's like his thing kind and so i literally had to stop reading and then like <laughs> Pay attention to You're class. Like, Fuck, I gotta look at these economics that we're talking about more. <laughs> like, I can't fucking read this shit. And then I eventually did finish it. But it, it's a great story. And I think, you know, if you want to read it after we get off here, maybe sometime this week and we can talk about it next week. But it is... Whew, yeah. It is... Yeah, it's a doozy. Um, oh, it, let's it, tell it you this. some time to read. Pygmy is apparently, through, through what I've read online, is much more tame than most of his stuff. Because... The grossest thing that happens is in, like, the second chapter. And the second chapter, again, spoiler alert, if you want to read this, I mean, are, are, do you want, is it going to upset you if I tell you? I mean, I kind of just told you some of the stuff that happens anyways. Yeah. I don't know if you were planning on reading it. Uh, no, no, you should... can go ahead, yeah. Okay, anyway, so skip forward 30 seconds if you're planning on reading this. He, he uh, Another middle schooler bullies his foster brother. Mm-hmm. Because he's a secret optimist, he has all sorts of, like, fucking training, martial arts training and shit. He pulls that, he goes into the bathroom, this dude, because he's like a small foreign kid, he's like, I, I'm going to fuck you up too and give you your money. This pygmy grabs him, throws him against the tile, and fucking pulls down his pants and rapes this dude in the middle of the Walmart bathroom. Holy shit. And then fucking pulls out, comes on his ass, and then takes his money out of his wallet and leaves. Jesus Christ. It's the most brutal thing. And I was like, did I just read a middle school rape in chapter two of this book? <laughs> oh, shit. The fuck am I reading? And then it toned down a lot. Like, it, yeah. it, 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 it came down. But, like, I was like, two, like, after second chapter, I took me down. I was like, did you give me a book that includes a rape between two middle school boys? And he was like, yeah, I did. And I was uh, like, all right. Uh, <laughs> fuck it, I'll just keep reading. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was a little much at first. I was not expecting that. You know what I mean? Like, I was expecting when the bully comes in, there'd just be a fight and someone's fucked up. You know what I mean? I was yeah. not expecting it to go that far. <laughs> God. All right. But anyways, definitely check the book out. I think uh, some people obviously don't think that way, but um, I'll probably read some of his other stuff now that I've read this. Um, yeah. And if you don't want to read Guts, you can also, um, on YouTube, there are readings of it, and that's sort of... I think most of them are between 15 and 20 minutes of, like, 15 or 20 minutes long. Right. Right. And, I, hey, it's going to be like the, God, what is it? Um, I don't know who it is. It, it's it's the meme of the dude, like, taking off the headset. Do you know what yeah. I'm talking about? Like, yeah, yeah, disgust. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, like, I'm going oh, yeah. Yeah, to be listening, like, 10 minutes into this 15, 20 minute oh. reading. I'm going to be like, oh, like, <laughs> ripping off my headset. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh god. But yeah. So that's uh that's what I've been watching and reading. Uh next I'm Thanks. gonna be reading the Three Ring Circus book uh, about the Shaq and Shaq and Kobe. 
Oh, nice. Beat. Cool. All right, so let's move on to uh, let's talk about the official NCAA championship. Yeah, yeah. So as we're watching this, or as we're recording this, Alabama is already in the national uh, championship, and Clemson and Ohio State are playing right now. Uh, but when you listen to this, I think both of those games, or no, I think the national championship might have already be decided. But yeah. we, this will be kind of like a, making a prediction, see who's right type thing. Right. Um, so I think I think Alabama wins it uh, because they have the three, I, I think like three out of the top five Heisman finalists are Jesus, from Alabama. Really? The, the running back, the wide receiver, and the coach, or mm-hmm. the, the quarterback. Yo, if the coach, if Nick Saban wins the Heisman. Uh, <laughs> We got problems. And um, the wide receiver, uh, Devonta Smith or Dante Devonta yeah, Smith? Yeah. Devonta Smith? He's fucking nuts. I think he's going to win the Heisman. Um, and I just think, I don't know. I mean, it's like in one of those, another one is like, well, you know, just too much firepower, too many stars, and it is the way it is. Yeah, I, I'm also going to pick Alabama. And the thing is with Alabama every year is that, uh, like, it's like the MVP voting where like they like the same guy never gets it twice even if he's playing at the same level he was the year before because at some point yeah. you're like I don't really want to vote for them again. Right. But here's the deal. I'm basically always going to choose Alabama versus the field because like I'm not saying Alabama's going to win every single time, but I feel like if you were having to make a bet, it's still the safest bet every time. You know what I mean? Like sometimes right. Ohio State stomps them out. But, like, chances are if you choose Alabama, you're going to be right more than you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, in Nick Saban's 15 years there, if you were to pick Alabama, you would literally have, against the field, you would have a winning percentage because he's been to the national championship 8 out of 15 years. Jesus Christ. That, That's like what the Tom fuck? Brady numbers. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely Tom Brady numbers. Yeah. What the fuck? How are you supposed to compete with that? Like, right. Clemson is the only one that can compete with it right now. That even comes close. And I mean, and I think, you know, both of them, I think, are, are the same in terms of, like, there's just, like, there's levels to it, right? I, I was watching right. a, a clip with um, Bomani Jones and I think Ryan Clark. And he was talking about, Ryan Clark was talking about when he was at Maryland. No, it was and, Dominique Foxworth because I was going to bring this up. Oh, okay. <laughs> because he yeah. leans into the camera and he's like, they were better at every position. <laughs> right, exactly. Dude, like, there is a difference. And and so, Alabama just spanked Notre Dame, right? But when Carolina was playing Notre Dame earlier this season, there's just like levels to it, right? Like the right. offensive linemen, the defensive linemen, they are they are just like at another level to what North Carolina, NC State, you know, those kind of schools can get. And I imagine you are the best at that. That means Alabama, every single one of Alabama starters is like the best player on. Like right, they are getting the number one wide receiver every year, and they're getting the number one running back every year. <laughs> yeah, I mean not exactly, but they're, it's never like they never are deficient at a position. That's the problem, right? right? Yeah. There's never like, well, you know, their quarterback's not great. Like that's never been a thing. Like, well, right. you know, they're running run back. It down your face. They yeah. went from fucking Mark Ingram to Derrick Henry to fucking you know, like they were yeah. fine. <laughs> and like even guys who. Um... Excuse me, I think at one point, Alvin Kamara, Josh Jacobs, and Derrick Henry were in the same backfield, I think. Jesus, really? I, I, I'm probably wrong, I, I think. But they were all like... And who's the other guy? Uh, I can't remember the other guy. But yeah, like they, like it's like it's like fucking nuts, dude. It's, it's just nuts. Like, um, yeah. It just Yeah, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Like, you just fucking... Unless you're Clemson. And you know what's funny? 
as much as you said, like, Notre Dame played Carolina, like, Notre Dame's not on the level of fucking, like, like, I would say the only people that really seem to compete with Alabama are, are Clemson and Ohio State sometimes, to a lesser degree. But, like, I feel like Notre Dame even still just gets smacked anytime they run into one of these teams. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. It's just fucking ridiculous. And that's, like, every time, you know, because this is what they were talking about in that clip you were talking about, Monty Jones and Dominique Foxworth, and they were like, you can be Coastal Carolina and say you went undefeated, and you can say that, like, you deserve to be in the title game over somebody. He's like... But the thing is, you're just gonna get, you're just gonna walk in and get slapped up, and then it's gonna look foolish for everybody involved. <laughs> like, right? Like you can be like, like UCF, like we're undefeated. They're still gonna stomp you the fuck out every time they see you. <laughs> like that's the rules. <laughs> like, exactly. And, and so it's like, you know, people are like, oh well, the like, so, you kind of get tired of seeing Clemson, Alabama, and fucking Ohio State in every single college football playoff, right? Right, but who the fuck is gonna compete? Like, <laughs> I think it, I think it might have been Coastal Carolina went and lost to Liberty in a bowl game. It's like get the yeah. fuck. Mm-hmm. And you, you were you were bitching. And you that thought you could bit. Yeah, you were like Alabama would have rolled your ass. <laughs> Give us a chance to to prove ourselves. Like, shut the fuck up. Alabama would have rolled tied directly into your asshole, bro. Like, you'd have been fucked. <laughs> like, there's zero chance you were gonna have any. You, you might have put up a touchdown. Like. like I think Alabama would have been like a forty-point favorite. <laughs> yeah, and like, um, shit, I, I lost my train of thought. You were talking about uh, it should, like, oh, like, um, so even if like you like happen to maybe get a chance to win, like Boise State beating Oklahoma like ten years ago, or whatever, right? Right. It had to be one of those situations where every single thing has to break Boise State's way, right? Like, right. there's not... It's like <laughs> You were closer to God like, than you've ever been. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, it has to be, like, the perfect game for you to even come close to winning this. Right. So, yeah. Which is, I think, what happens with something like LSU last year, where they just happen to line up and get, like, the... like. Uh, yeah, they had one of the best quarterbacks. They had a great receiving core, and, you know, yeah, LA a bunch of their LA guys or... were fucking seniors, and then they all pieced out after that. Like, right, yeah, like, it just, like, the, the stars just aligned to where it, like, like, happened. But that, that is rare, right? That, that's right, that, right? That's, like, right, Cam exactly. Newton 2010, that's Joe Burrow last year, but other than that, it's, like, that's Jameis Winston's first year, right? But other than that, it's just the, the Clemson, Alabama machine. Right, exactly. It's, uh, it's fucking rough but i think i'm gonna choose alabama i think clemson's looked a little shaky a few times um yeah more so than in the past so i think i'm gonna yeah. go with alabama yeah. um, as much as i do like trevor lawrence i think he i think he is this closest to like a sure thing since like andrew luck so yeah you know what the like nfl quarterbacks it's just a fucking crapshoot i don't think like like he seems the most sure but, like, I feel like we've said that about plenty of other quarterbacks, so they just fucking, you know what I mean? I don't feel like anybody thought Matt Leinart wasn't going to be good, and then he just fucking was out of here. Like, right. like I, I right, but it, I, think, I think there's, like, a difference between, like, a guy like Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, uh, Trevor Lawrence, and a guy like Baker Mayfield, Matt Leinart, right? Like, there's, like, guys who are like, he's pretty good. He's, you know, he won the Heisman. He's pretty good, right? And guys who are like, this is, like, the dude, right? Like, this is next level. Like, this is for sure. Maybe. I mean, I feel like Baker Mayfield had that same level of, like, other than the fact that he was short. 
Okay, it was the I feel like the main knock against him, and you know maybe his attitude, but like I don't feel like anybody ever had questions about his ability. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I hopefully hopefully fucking whoever gets him it works out. I don't know who's who has the number it, one pick this year. The Jaguars. Okay, good. I was about to say if it's the Giants, it pans out terribly. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, the Jaguars. It'd be nice for them to have a above average quarterback for once. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I, the last really great quarterback they had was probably, uh, what was that guy's name? Garrard? And he was him? not great. Like, he, he was, was not great. That's, average. like, the last guy that I remember being, like, this guy's, like, you solid. Yeah, yeah, it's the only guy, the last time they had a guy where you were like, get this dude the fuck out of here. <laughs> what was his name? Garrard? It was, it was David Garrard. David Garrard, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, he was, like, league average, though. He was not anything special. But then, after that, you had fucking, like, Blake Bortles, Blaine Gabbert, fucking just... Terrible options. Like, yeah. Nick Foles for a season, I think, right? I, I think he got hurt the moment they got him, right? I think yeah, 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 that's right. And that's why, uh, what's his name, came in? Um, Gardner Minshew, yeah. yeah. And then they've been swapping back and forth, I feel like. It's just been going back and forth between Foles and Minshew. Um, yeah. yeah. Luckily, Carson Wentz is trash. Um, just thought of that because of Nick Foles. But, yeah, so NFC East. The Cowboys could get into the playoffs at 7-9. and nine. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they need some help, but yeah. The, yeah, all that has to happen is Washington has to lose to Philly, which isn't fucking, I don't know who Washington's QB is right now. Um, yeah. It's not fucking Dwayne Haskins. It's not Alex Smith. So, so yeah. So, if I mean, they, they have lose a chance. to the Eagles and we win against the Giants, we're in the playoffs. Yeah. If um, you're listening to this, you already know. So, we either are getting played again for fucking putting our trust into this team for the third time this season. <laughs> right. Um, or it worked out and we made, you know, we made a miracle uh, run and Andy, Andy Dalton is that dude and he's going to take us to the promised land. Yeah. Oof. Um, <laughs> you know, what's funny is I talk so much shit to Carolina fans about the year they made the playoffs seven and nine. I was like, the NFC South is dog shit. If seven and nine gets you in the playoffs and guess what? We're seven and nine. <laughs> I think either team that makes it to the playoffs is going to be seven and nine. So like, it's yeah. just fucking terrible. Yeah, I <sighs> really wish we could have. It could have worked out where the winner would be. It would have been uh, six and ten. That would have been awesome. Right. That'd have been boy. That'd have been terrible. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, so let's let's go into what we're looking forward uh, looking to the looking forward to the most in twenty twenty one. Which could yeah. be a Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl. Um, no, it won't be. Uh, <laughs> Andy Dalton. Uh, pay that man. Um, yeah, so so what are you looking forward to in 2021 uh, in terms of, you know, movie or TV, games, music, books, whatever? Yeah, yeah. so when I added this to our, like, schedule or our, our Google Doc that we use, I was like, you know what? Let's just, you know, I, I didn't want to have, like, you know, top five most anticipated movies because right. as we've seen, like... I could have been like, the James Bond movie. And then like in three weeks, it's like, they got pushed back to 2022. And it's like, oh, fuck. So I try to pick stuff that I know like for sure is gonna, either for sure is going to happen or that I would be interested in happening that I, I, I wouldn't be like, look dumb for having put it on right. there, which will make sense in a little bit yep. for one of my choices. But <laughs> the first one is the return of the MCU. So right. this past year was the first year without any kind of MCU material since I think 2009. Like 2009 was the last year that I didn't have like anything at all. Right. Um, so. God damn. So uh, Black Widow should come out eventually. I think they scheduled it for May. So 
we'll see what happens there. I, I like that they didn't put it on Disney Plus, and we'll see how it goes. Um, but what I'm most anticipating for uh, this year are the TV shows on Disney Plus, the real like high cost TV shows that they're going to have, starting with WandaVision, right. um, which comes out I think tomorrow. If you're listening to this, the day that it comes out. Okay. Um, so WandaVision, Loki, I think is this year too, and. Um, uh, Falcon and uh, the Winter Soldier. So I'm excited for that, for the return of the MCU to see like where the stores are going. And, and I actually, I think, I think even fucking, I think even Spider-Man three comes out this year, right? Okay. I think I have no idea. So yeah, so that, that that's my first one, the return of the MCU. Okay. All right. So my first one uh, is gonna be Matrix Four is supposed to be coming out, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, because uh, HBO Max announced it'll drop there, right? So yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to that. I think that's end of 2021, but it, it will be something to look forward to. Um, haven't heard anything about getting pushed back, but I guess it could. Um, but that's that's a franchise I love with a guy I like. So hopefully, you know, it, it it comes in strong, despite my concerns that maybe this is just kind of cash grab. <laughs> Well, like, I think this is another example for me that I've, we've mentioned before where um, when I see somebody who could be doing anything else and they do something that's a little bit off the wall, I go, well, there must be something there. And right, I like, know like I've you talked said, about uh, got... James Gunn with the holiday special. You were like, well, there's he wanted to do the holiday, like the Guardians right, of the Galaxy so there must be something special. there. Right. And I mentioned before that I've gotten bitten multiple times on this because I said, Christian Bale, what is he doing in a Terminator movie? There must be something there if he's in there. <laughs> and there wasn't. So I have been bitten before. But, so, but my thinking is like, well, you know, if they got Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss and I think uh, everybody else back and one of the Wachowski sisters is doing it. I'm like, well, there must be something there that's like sticking, right? Right. So, I mean, I'm super excited for it too. Yeah. So that's that's the one of the things I'm looking forward to the most uh, for next year. All right, so what's your next one? Yeah, my next one is the new season of Succession uh, okay. on HBO. Um, so it's this would be its third season. Um, and it uh, – so the show itself, it's like about this family um, of like um, – like a he's like a telecoms magnate and it's like his kids and they're all like okay. fucking spoiled adult assholes and it's like them trying to you know have control of the company and 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 sort of run it a certain way and um and it's it's one of HBO's best i think it won best drama at the emmy this past okay. year um so it it's fantastic i i love it i i watched it since it came out and season 2 was great um so i'm excited for that to come back it it's it is drama. It is a drama, but it's also very fucking funny. Um, I guess the 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 closest I would say it is is something like the the Big Short, which is uh, okay. I think it's it's it makes sense because I think it's produced by the same guys who did that one. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I love Succession. If you're trying to catch up on it, it's I think at this point twenty episodes. I can't remember if they're eight episodes a season or ten. Okay. So it's somewhere between. You know, sixteen and twenty episodes, and each are about like an hour. But um, they're on HBO. But it's it's fantastic. Like it, it's it's really really great. It's not like stuffy like corporate drama shit where it's like oh you. It's not oh, that you. Mad Men shit. Yeah, like that Mad Men shit, or like the 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 not the Good Wife because I heard the Good Wife was good, but it's like you know like oh he did a, a he a bear squeeze and he tried to run me. Out. It's like yeah. a little bit more light, a little bit more <laughs> yeah. fun. I got um, you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so hopefully it comes out this year. I don't think there's any date sets 
or any date set. So knock on wood, hopefully we'll get it this year. I, I do know that they were filming, um, re, you know, during COVID or, or you know the back end of of 2020. So hopefully we'll see it soon. Gotcha. All right, so I'm gonna the next one I'm gonna drop is going to be another thing that I don't think it has a set date, but I do think it is supposed to drop this year, which is um, God of War Ragnarok, um, mm-hmm. the the next God of War game, and uh, since the reboot, I guess I, I'm I'm not really sure what to call this because it's not really a reboot because it's not like yeah. they started over, but like it's 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 really like a whole different set of games at this point, other than it's the same yeah, character. It is a sequel, but it, you know, it's like, like you a said, refresh like a, more than a refresh, reboot. Yeah. yeah, I guess would be the way I would explain it. Um, well, it's, it's like um, it's like Mad Max Fury Road, right? Would exactly. Say, it's like, yeah. like it's like it's the same character, but it's like, it's and like, and we diff- haven't like retconned anything that previously happened, right? It's just right. Different, like like we're it's just like newer, a- different, bigger, shinier, different actor or different character. It's like it's the same through line, but it's like a little different, right? So yeah, it's it, it's like that. So, um, but the second one of this uh, is is supposed to be coming sometime this year, and hopefully, uh, if I could ever you know make things work out, I'll have a PS5 at some point and be able to play this when it comes out. Um, yeah. But that's that's what I'm one of the games I'm looking forward to the most um, because the last one was so good. Um, so I'm yeah. definitely excited to see. Also, it's done by Santa Monica, who I mean I've I've never. They've never had any flops that I know of. Um, they're they're a pretty consistent studio. They generally nail everything they try. So, yeah. um, definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, you you'll get to beat the shit out of Thor in this one. Yep, bro, that was so hype. The end of that when he yeah the end of God of War one and you see the the hammer I think yeah yeah and those and lightning like, somebody's strikes, here and he's like I'm like oh shit it's all bad like it's the fucking uh. What is it, the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? Like, ah, oh, shit, here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah, and um, I think I mentioned this on here when I was playing the game, where I was like, I was about halfway through, and I was like, I haven't fought a single god in this yet. I've just been fighting this scrawny little guy and, <laughs> like, a couple of, like, cousins of Thor, and I'm like, what the fuck? When am I going to beat the shit out of Thor and Odin? And then as I got, like, further along, I was like, oh, wait, this is... This is just the first one of like a trilogy, or like you know, like right. I'll kill Odin in like game three or four, right? Right, because that's what happens in the first trilogy. Like, like you you you're fighting Ares basically in the first one, yeah. and then you're like, then Odin or not Odin, Zeus betrays you, and so you spend like the whole second and third game just like, no, nah, I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill Zeus. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna kill the <laughs> god of all gods. I'm gonna make it happen. So I guarantee that's what's gonna happen, right? Like we're gonna kill. Thor, we'll probably have to deal with Loki in there some, or no, I, I don't actually know, no, you can't, because, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. but, like, you, you we're gonna have to kill Thor, and then Odin is going to come in somehow, he has to, like, it's the only yeah. logical step for a trilogy, assuming this is supposed to be a trilogy, which I do think it is, yeah. um, so, yeah, uh, definitely looking forward to that. Okay, and do you think, um... Shit, I lost my train of thought again. I was gonna say something. You were talking about beat the shit out of. Oh, I was gonna say the. Uh, hopefully, we get like you know, and not just like the fact that you get to face the gods, but just like the action sequences in general that they do now. Like, um, I really liked. You know, we've talked about the opening fight with the stranger, um, but I also really like the one where you fight the dragon. Yeah. In that cave, and it like sort of you know you 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 like fight it as you're going up and then like you fight it outside like i love yeah. those sequences um they just feel so fucking big 
Yeah, and that's the one thing. That's the one thing I think this God of War did the most poorly compared to all the other ones, which is that like the first three God of Wars, every single fight was a spectacle. You know what I mean? Like, like it, they really took the fact that you were like fighting gods and, and like amplified it, right? You know what I mean? Like, like you and Ares like become bigger than cities and are just like attacking each other, destroying towns as you're doing it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then when you're fighting Zeus, they go all out to make sure you know that like this is the strongest thing ever, right? And I and right. They toned it down a little bit, and it like I think thematically it makes sense based on like you know. The whole thing is that Kratos like not really trying to do this anymore. You know what I mean? Like he tried to calm right. down. He tried to not be the same gigantic raging asshole that he was in the past. <laughs> and then he's he's the fucking the the Bugs Bunny meme with the gun where he's like, "Lord, forgive me. I'm back to my old ways." <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> like, and then, uh, but you know, that's one thing I think this game did the worst out of all of them, which is that like there were really only a couple of those big action set pieces, whereas I feel like all the other games really made such a spectacle of every you know what i mean like at one point you're like in i think god of war two might have been three i can't remember two and three like the originals for some reason run together for me um i think it's two but like you're climbing up one of the titans and fighting it at the same time and and so like they went all out and this time there were only a few of those you know what i mean like the original fight with the stranger the dragon but like other than that there wasn't a whole lot of like giant spectacles it was a lot of like you know just working your way through this area and getting through it and it was done extremely well it just i don't feel like they really did the whole like greek epic thing you know what i mean we're like we're fighting the the top of the top it's the most over the top thing you can have so you know in this one you know i I feel like since you're gonna have to fight thor and we're obviously gonna have to see some more other people in there and i imagine the logical conclusion like you said is gonna be odin um I, i think they're going to have to push it to those like super epic grand levels. Yeah. Um, and they've done so well in the past. I assume it'll be good again. Um, so that's part of the other reason why I'm like really looking forward to this game. Cool. Cool. All right. So what's your next one? Yeah. yeah. So my last one is the most far fetched one, which is a new Rihanna album. (laughs) (laughs) And so I, you know, I said, you know, I was like, if this one doesn't happen, I won't feel like, there's a difference between asking for this one and then it not happening and then not feeling bad about it. Within it is like, oh, Spider-Man 3. Oh, he got pushed. Oh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, yeah. this is more like jokey entry into the, into my, uh, my list. But I, so I love her last album. Um, it's still one of my all-time favorites. I've talked about it before, Anti. And so now at this point, it's sort of like a running joke that we're all like, Robin, where's the album? Like, right? Like, come right. on, get to it. Um, she's like, you know, making a beauty line and she's like buying, you know, buying companies and fucking doing everything but making fucking music. Um, yeah, so she, it, had a, she had a tweet, uh, this year, or like today, it was like New Year's resolution, apply pressure. And I'm yeah. like, people were like, where's the album? <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly like, um, remember, um, uh, the I think Rick and Morty season three and everybody was like release season three release season three this is like that it's like just like people right. like she could be like what a beautiful day it's so nice to have the sun out after it being raining for two weeks where's the album release the <laughs> album right or like uh, those or you know to a creepier weirder extent is like the the release the Snyder cut weirdos yeah <laughs> who exactly. like and 
anytime that like the Warner Brothers would tweet about something, they'd be like, "The new animated movie for kids," you know, starring Seth Rogen as a talking frog. And then everybody <laughs> in the comments would be like, "Release the Snyder cut. Where's the Snyder cut verse?" <laughs> ridiculous yeah but yeah i think uh i understand why you would want that album i feel like it has to happen at some point right (laughs) (laughs) no she just like you know what level what level is not of uh deny what is it no what is it the stages of grief right yeah like which stage is bargaining because it's like it has to come (laughs) at some point right (laughs) right now i'm anger i'm like robin it's been five years robin god damn it Oh, God. Yeah, that's rough. I can't imagine, like, just wanting an album and the person just, like, is doing everything but the album. Like, at least, like, Beyonce could take a while between dropping albums, but Beyonce's usually not out there in the public eye. You know what I mean? Like, right. like she's just kind of hanging out, and then all of a sudden there is an album or there isn't. Yeah. Like, or, like or Beyonce's, she... like, taunting you. Like, right. Like, or she... actively taunting the public. Yeah, and so, like, even then, like you said, like, Beyonce, she hasn't had, like, a real, like, her album, quote, quote, in the same time. But they both came out with one in 2016. But in the meantime, Beyonce has released that, like, small duet, duo album with uh, Jay-Z. And she did the Lion King thing. And she does, like, the Megan Thee Stallion features. So she, like, you know, she won't... There's no real, like, projects. But there's, like, music to sort of keep fans happy, right? Yeah. Not so much with Rihanna. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everything but. And then now she's, doing she's dating... Um, like, <laughs> ASAP Rocky, right? ASAP Rocky. I'm like, get away from her. You're going to fuck up her album. Just like your shitty whatever album you had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe, or maybe, maybe her being around someone else that makes music is the only hope you have. Her no, being inspired true. enough to put out an album. <laughs> she's, she's like, like, like ASAP, she's going to be like, what are you doing? He's going to be like, working on my album. She's going to be like, I used to have those. They say, oh, you know what? I, I used, get back I used on to that work course. on albums. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, come by the studio. I got to go pick up my check. <laughs> and so she's like, yeah, sure, I'll come. Yeah. So maybe um, that's maybe that's your only hope. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's that's my, my, my last one. So my three are, you know, the return of the MCU, the new season of Succession on HBO, and hopefully a new Rihanna album. Okay. And then my last one is, uh, I, I don't know if it's supposed to come out. I, I've heard... It being talked about, and I've like heard that, like you know, it's it, it's a new Pusha T album. Um, Pusha mm-hmm. T is probably my favorite active rapper right now. Uh-huh. Um, but he's mentioned that, like you know, his his next album is produced by Kanye and the Neptunes, basically solely, um, which is perfect. Because um, as much as you know, I try not to really fuck with Kanye anymore. Like the production is still fucking top notch when it's for the right people and right. every time that push has been on something that Kanye's produced has turned out great um so that's great i don't know if it's supposed to drop this year but if they're talking about you know they know who has produced all the stuff on it i assume there's a certain level of you know finality to it you know what i mean like we were, yeah. we're at that point i feel like you've got the idea of what you're gonna have yeah. um so i'd be super grateful if that dropped this year um yeah. Daytona and, dropped May 2018. Yeah, that's what it, I was going to say. It's been it three does, years. It does not seem like it's been that long ago. I was <laughs> just going to say that. <laughs> when you were mentioning, you're like, it might have happened in 2021. Like, we'll see. I was thinking, I was like, yeah, like, Daytona was 2018. But that, that seems like, like, it, it just seems recent. Like, I don't know. If it, like, right? You, know, you were right. hiding Why a child. Yeah, you know, right. like, it that, seems like six months ago. <laughs> right. 
Drake was out here putting out releases on TMZ that he did actually love his kid. Um, It's <laughs> <laughs> the most wild shit I've ever seen. So I come out and be like, yeah. look, he was like, I wasn't hiding him from you. I was hiding. Or what you oh, I wasn't like, hiding my kid from the world. I was hiding the world from my kid. Yeah. It was like, okay, buddy. <laughs> that's why like right after he says like you were hiding like deadbeat motherfucker playing border patrol i was like god uh, damn this like, i mean it's ruthless um yes, but yeah so. i would love a push a t album um so hopefully that'll drop his last three albums i've all listened to have all been extremely solid um mm-hmm. my name is my name king push uh darkest before dawn and then uh daytona they were okay. all extremely solid yeah. Um, so looking forward to another one of those. Thanks. So, um, do we want to talk about the uh, the bottom thing on the list, or do we just want to push that? Yeah, we we can talk about it real quick. Just touch on it, just because I, I I so so. Do you want to talk about? It? Is that okay? Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, um, rapper MF Doom passed away, um, or the news came out that he had passed away, and I I, I was telling Sydney I I never really um listened to him. I, I not because I didn't I was like in the him. Same boat. Yeah. Yeah. I just never I don't know how to say it. Like I was trying to explain to her. I was like I I didn't have time, but I didn't actively like avoid it because I didn't have time, right? Like right. I just was not I never it, got a chance. It's like like the stuff that he was in was always kind of like not in the same circle as what I was listening to. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, like, uh-huh. That's the best way I can explain it. Yeah. Um but since yeah. then I've I since I heard the news and the thing is like well respected by everyone, right? Yeah, that, like, and that's why I wanted to bring it up is that literally every single person who I follow on Twitter was um like tweeting out about it. They were like, you know, this guy changed my life. Like this guy, like you know, his music was like very um you know, monumental in my life. Like literally, almost every single person, almost the point right. where I was like, dang, I didn't, I didn't know that that people like liked him like as much as as, as that. So, um, so that's why I wanted to bring it up because I, 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 I was sort of surprised how many people were into him and and including my uh, my brother he's a huge fan of his and and really yeah and um i texted him i was like hey man i saw because i know he's one of your favorites you know i'm sorry like it, it sucks but um but yeah so that's why i wanted to touch on it because yeah, I, I, I i you know I, I didn't get a chance to get into it before he passed yeah i mean like my dad's always listened to hip-hop so like i i will say that like as far as going backwards like there's some shit from the eighties that I know that I feel like most people my age have no idea. And and so like, I generally have a good idea on like older groups, older stuff like that, you know, like, cause, cause like I study rap battles for a living. (laughs) 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 Fucking Drake. Um, but anyways, like I I just have a pretty good history on rap in general. And so like, I've always known his name because I knew he was super big early. You know what I mean? Like he, and from what I understand, it kind of seems like he, he wasn't one of those people that aged out of it uh, in terms of like, like, you know, some like Dougie Fresh isn't going to be like on a single now. You know what right. I mean? Like, like it, 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 it's not to say he's bad, but like it just didn't age well with the times. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. you can go back and listen to it and still think it sounds good, but you can definitely tell when it came out. Right. What it's I like, um, like Marrow who does the, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But like, MF Doom kind of seems like he never really hit that point. Like, he was kind of always able to just keep going with the time. But I also feel like because, you know, 
there's a certain level of respect for like just not just being commercial pop mainstream version. You know what I mean? So like I think he probably kind of hung around with some more underground artists and stuff like that and recorded with them. And so like I I never really heard a lot of his music because like you said, it's not that I had anything against it. I just like it never crossed my mind to seek it out. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. Um, but after seeing you know everyone basically say he was great like it's super talented super good and then on top of that like being as monumental and and nobody having anything bad to say about him uh, yeah. i think i'm gonna get to go back and start listening to some of his stuff yeah 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 and it, you know it sucks it's, you know that's another person that you know passed away not well, not this year but you know last year you know with chadwick and you know with Peter ginsburg and kobe it's just like fuck man especially people who you know everybody sort of agrees is you know both eight like great like a great like person and then also great at what they do so right um yeah yeah it did it's really shitty like why can't all right i'm not gonna do this but i was gonna (laughs) say like like it's too bad it wasn't so and so like i I, I wasn't i then i was like i'm not gonna do that yeah but anyways like at least it, it, it sucks that it wasn't someone that was like he was super influential but he was a giant dickhead you know what right. i mean you know what is a good one because it already happened was like i think steve jobs like because everyone was like steve jobs super influential super great at what he did like wildly important but like a lot of people were like this dude's kind of a raging dickhead though yeah <laughs> kind of a deadbeat dad right like, yeah <laughs> so like you know it's that sucks but you know whatever but like these people all seem to be legitimately good people <laughs> right and you're like fuck man yeah like and also like all relatively young, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't, yeah, I, the, yeah. Chadwick was young. Kobe wasn't like a spring chicken, but like he wasn't definitely not old. Um, yeah. And then what was the other one you already said? Uh, uh, well, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But Ruth, she was oh old, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, right. I, I forgot to mention his age. Yeah, he was forty nine. Yeah, he's forty nine. Um, so it's, again, not that old. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, I. Yeah. I guess I'll go listen to his music. Um, check it out. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah. Rest in peace. All right. So, uh, that's the episode guys. Um, I do want to make a special announcement. Um, which is that, uh, has two, two points to it. Basically. The first is that, um, my wife is scheduled to be induced. Uh, my wife, my wife, (laughs) um, is scheduled to be induced on the fifth. Uh, so as of recording this, I should have a second kid in four days, um, which is you're hiding a second child, <laughs> <laughs> which is wildly stressful. Um, That's awesome, was, man. Her due date so was exciting. the 12th. And so like, it was like a week and a half ago when she went to her doctor's appointment, maybe, maybe two weeks ago, but I think it was like a week and a half ago. And, uh, they were like, you know, you had to be induced last time. Last time you went 41 weeks, you went an extra week. And your baby was eight pounds, eight ounces, which is kind of big. Um, you'll probably have to be induced again. Generally, you know, if your body doesn't go into labor on its own the first time, it's not going to do it the second time. Yeah. And since your baby was big, like, they're like, let's just do it a week early. So the baby's not as big. Everything goes smoother. And you can plan for it. And we were like, oh, okay, that's great. And then we looked at the chart or the calendar, and it was like two weeks away. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, I know it's like, it's only a one week difference between two weeks and three weeks, but like all of a sudden it was like, oh, he's going to be here in two weeks. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, sped up on us, uh, by a week, which was, uh, just wild. 
because um, like you know like when 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 you're not when you don't have like the date you're like oh he's due in january you're like it's january it's like nebulous it's like down in the future but when somebody right. goes and, and january like a week past last time so it's like you know maybe it'll be january 19th you know what i mean like yeah, mid-january. yeah. but when it, when he goes january 5th <laughs> as like, in like next tuesday or next monday right right like, yeah. i figured no, what so it had to have been like the 22nd or the 23rd that we did because then i was like well, I have this week. I get off like Wednesday's my last day this week. Yeah. Right. Because I have Thursday for Christmas Eve and Friday for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then next week I get off uh, Thursday and Friday for New Year's and, and or New Year's Eve and New Year's. And then I was like, and then I work Monday and I have a kid. I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, like I have two more weekends and then I'm coming on Monday and then Tuesday I'm having a kid. This is fucking yeah. wild. Um, so that's the first point. Is just that you know I'm gonna have another kid. Uh, so uh, his name's gonna be Miles Anthony Cribs. Um, nice. Anthony, like my dad's middle name is Anthony. My my middle name is Anthony. So just mm-hmm. one more. Um, what's funny is I always wanted to be called Anthony. Like like I always hated my own name. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's because my name got super popular like right when I was born. Uh-huh. So I have this weird thing where I think my name sounds like a child's name and not an adult's name. <laughs> and I think it's because, like, as I was growing up, there was never an adult named Tyler. Like, there are a million adults named Michael older than me, but, like, yeah. rarely any Tyler. So I think I just naturally associate the name Tyler with, like, elementary and middle schoolers. So, like, I always feel like I just sound like a child. And so I have that problem. And I was like, wanted to go by Anthony, but, like, by the time I was in middle school, I'm not going to just be like... Yeah, I think I'm just going to start going by Anthony now. You know what yeah, I mean? At that like, point, it's fucking, too late. You're yeah, like, yeah. Whatever. My name's Tyler. Um, and, like, I was like, I kind of wanted to name one of my kids Anthony. But I was like, if he ever decided, if he ever came up to me and was like, I think I think I want to go by Tony, I'd just have to drown him. Like, like, I, <laughs> <laughs> like I would just have to not have a second kid anymore. Like, he'd be like, oh, I think I think I'm gonna start going by Tony, and I'd be like, "You're dead, you're dead to me." <laughs> and so, like the whole time, I've. What's funny is like, I've always when I picked out the names, I wanted to pick names that were, not very common, but were still fucking names. That that's like the line I'm drawing. You know what I mean? Like some people are like, fucking Nick Cannon. Did you see this? Nick Cannon had a daughter? Uh, recently? Yeah, I think so. Uh-uh. It's, the daughter's name is Powerful. First name, uh-huh. Powerful. Middle name, Queen. Last name, Cannon. Bro, oh, get that shit all the way the fuck oh, out of wait, here. No. That's not even a name. I did see it because the, um, the Mark Phillips guys posted the video. Have you seen that one? I haven't. Where he's, they're like dressed up as doctors. And oh, my they go, God. What's the, what's the daughter's name? And he's like, oh, it's... A powerful, st- uh, what do you say? Uh, the, the light is coming or something. And he's like, oh, that, that, that's a sentence. It's a child. <laughs> like, so that's the thing is like, so Julian, I was like, I've only ever met like literally one Julian in my whole entire life. But the thing is like, if I say that name, no one's going to be like, oh, that's weird. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? They're just going to be like, oh, it's a name. And yeah. like Miles, I I haven't personally met anybody named Miles. I mean, I know there's like fucking Miles Teller and fucking. Miles Austin. Miles Austin, yeah, and Cowboy uh, great. yeah, <laughs> Cowboy great. Um, and then uh, you know, fucking Miles from Sonic. But yeah. like, other than that, like, 
there's not really many of them. But if I said his name was Miles, you wouldn't be like, wow, that's fucking weird. So, like, I just, that's what I was going for. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever thought about, like, names for your future kids? Has that ever crossed your mind? Yeah, I think, I, I might have been on this podcast that I mentioned that I, I've always liked the name Tyron, like Tyron Matthews. Oh, okay, the, okay. The cornerback, I always liked that one. I probably would just call him Ty, but that, that that's like... Yeah, you know what's... So, so... Khaleesi, I should name my daughter Khaleesi. <laughs> 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 Fucking, oh, what was it, bro? Uh, for Skyrim, Dovahkin. They had the contest for the first person to name their kid Dovahkin, and someone actually did it, and I was like, you're a fucking goofball, bro. Like... <laughs> Because that it's like dragonborn in the Skyrim language. It's like somebody named their fucking kid Dovahkin. Like, why are you trying to ruin your child's life? It sounds well, like uh, like uh, like Narcan, like Dovahkin, like. <laughs> I like it, um, but yeah, you know what's funny is like one of the names I, I like liked was like Terrence. I like the name Terrence. Hmm. But then, like my wife was like, she was like, look, I, I think it sounds good, but. Terrence is generally, like, a black person's name. And I was like, no, it's not. Bro, I googled Terrence. Fucking all black people. And I was like, no. <laughs> White Terrence. <laughs> I was like, um, I didn't know. Uh, but apparently it's a thing. <laughs> isn't that the name of the guy from 8 Mile, right? His name was Terrence because he didn't have really good parents. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Dodge the bullet on that one. Um, except probably not, because it's not like any of his peers are going to be fucking eight mile junkies. Um, <laughs> like, like, it's not going to be irrelevant. Uh, I mean, know. a child born in 2021 <laughs> isn't going to remember the 2002 <laughs> Curtis Hansen film Eight Mile. <laughs> it's funny because I was talking like I don't know why, but like I wanted I, for a while I wanted Julian's name before we came up with Julian to just be J, like J A Y. Yeah, and my wife was like, "I won't name him Jay Cribs because it sounds like Jay Crew to me." And I was like, "Who get, who even thinks about Jay Crew anymore?" <laughs> I was like, "It's not like this kid born in fucking 2019 is gonna like all the friends are gonna be like fucking Jay Crew over here." Like, uh, like it's not I mean, a thing. Well, that's the thing is, like, dude, you have to like, you know, when you have a kid, you have to be like, "All right, I gotta be, I gotta think like a like a high school bully or like right. an elementary school bully." Yo, the best one I heard, I, I was in high school, and this girl that was like two grades above me, we were in the same like science class. She was like, her name was her name was Amanda Chapman. I I, I don't. It's relevant to the story. I've been talked to her in fucking years because it was before <laughs> I went back to Asheville. So whatever. Um, yeah. but like it. it she was like, she was like, it was terrible because growing up, kids would always say that I was ha- uh, twice the man they were because her name was a man, <laughs> man. And I was like, I would have never came up with that. I was like, kids are fucking brutal, bro. <laughs> like, I, somebody was fucking mad clever to pull that one out of their ass. Like, that was impressive. Um, and it sucks because, like, like, even if it didn't hurt her then, like, she clearly remembers it from right? fucking elementary school. Like, even if it wasn't, like, actually enough of an insult but like later she's like yeah they said i was twice the man because like it's and i was like god damn yeah uh so yeah the the worst thing the worst thing i can come up with is like and it okay i was like but they're gonna call him jules and that sounds like a girl i was like if they call him jules it's gonna be the most lit shit ever because he's just gonna be samuel jackson gonna be a bad motherfucker right (laughs) it's like yeah you just have to go through like all right you know at a certain point you're like 
all right, I'll take it. I'll be fine. It'll yeah, be, exactly. I'll pay but, for the therapy. Or yeah. <laughs> but it, like, yeah, she's like, but Jules is a girl's name. And I was like, I don't care. If someone calls him Jules and he's like, dad, they're calling me Jules at school. I'm going to be like, watch this movie. <laughs> at the age of fucking eight, we're going to be watching Pulp Fiction. Uma Thurman's going to be out here just fucking overdosing on TV. <laughs> I'm going to break him in young. Oh, God. So were you? What were you about to say? The worst you knew, or something like that? Oh, uh, just the, when I was in elementary school, the worst I heard was ever casserole, and I. I just... <laughs> <laughs> what? What is? It, why I, casserole? I mean, it, it didn't hurt me then, but I clearly <laughs> remember it. So, <laughs> I mean, that one I would remember because I feel like if someone called you ever casserole, like I, I, I would have the Nick Young face. You know what I mean? Like with the question marks. Like, what is? <laughs> is it supposed to be an insult? I don't know. <laughs> what does this mean? What? How? Even? <laughs> what part of me are you attacking with this statement? <laughs> right. Like ever casserole? It's just food. Yeah, it's like ever food. Okay, I'll take it. But like I said, I clearly remember it. What twenty years later? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking. I don't really remember anything weird with mine other than just my own hatred of my own first name. Like, like no one even did that to me. I was just like, yeah, it just sounds like a kid's name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so either way, yeah, if, if Miles tells me I want to go by Tony because his middle name's Anthony, though, it, this podcast will cease to exist. Like, 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 <laughs> I will be in jail for murdering a child if he tells me he wants to go by Tony. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. That's, that's evidence for fucking Agent Johnson listening in on this right now. <laughs> like, it's just what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I'll be having a second kid. Uh, basically the last part about that I wanted to say is that, um, you know, I'm taking two weeks off from work to help my wife, my wife, um, mm-hmm. help her out around the house and, you know, with two kids, especially right after giving birth. Um, right. So for two weeks, you know, there might be a two week hiatus uh, where this podcast isn't coming out. Um, I'm going to over this weekend, edit this one, edit the episode that comes out before this one. They'll drop on time. But after after this, there might be a two week gap. Um it could be less, I doubt it, but it could be shorter, you know, if everything goes super smooth. Um, and obviously, you know, things could be a little tougher and, you know, maybe it's three weeks. But yeah. either way, I just figured I'd let everybody know, whoever's listening, um, yeah. we'll, and, we'll yeah, have a short and, little know, gap. Yeah, and we'll be ready and, and you know, I'll, I'll be ready to go whenever you're, you're ready. And, you know, the, the hiatus will be a short one. And, you know, yeah, I mean, take as much time as, as you know, as you guys need and, and, you know, we'll be here and we'll be ready. Yep, I'm not, I'm not letting this fall through. We're, we're keeping, we're, we're still going, we're still going yeah. strong. Um, but yeah, I just figured I'd let everybody know so that way it doesn't catch anybody off guard. But um, cool, cool. as usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys when we catch you. See you guys. Peace.